Hey everyone, and welcome to Already Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Star Trek Season 1, Episode 9. It's called Dagger of the Mind. Full spoilers, as always. This one is about mind control, kind of. Yes, and about mental health, kind of. Kind, well, okay. I feel that... Treating mental health. Issues. Sure, it's, it's, it's kinda there. I feel like it's just a setup for the the reason why this exists more than anything. Part of it, but a lot, a lot of the debating was about that. You think? Yeah, go on. I thought like there was a there was a good couple of scenes of uh, McCoy and Kirk having their debates on on the facilities and rehabilitation and treatment. Yeah, yeah, I guess that I guess that was there. I think I think I was so distracted in this one by the the goofiness of a lot of it because it starts with a a patient or a, they refer to him as an inmate actually is the word they, they keep using even though it should be patient. Yes. From this colony, it's a rehab colony for people with mental illness and they they get a call from the base, oh someone may have snuck onto your ship. Uh one of the inmates might have stuck out of your ship, so they they find well he well, he comes to the the the, uh, the bridge, but so that this guy comes in, he's acting all crazy. He's like, I must not go back there. You must not take me back. And he's acting all, and they they they, they tackle him down, and subdue him, and he's you know he's gone, he's, he's gone a bit caca. But when McCoy looks into him, because McCoy thinks there's something very strange about him, and when Spock actually looks who he who he is, he takes takes a test sample and whatever it is, looks him up on the computer. It turns out this guy's a doctor. And this guy was maybe the assistant to Dr. Adams, who's the the guy who runs the place, who Kirk is very, very fond of, respects uh, in a sort of professional capacity. And, of course, we find out later that he's gone mad and he's doing these mind control experiments on people. I think the first thing that stuck out to me about this one is that it reminds me a lot of uh, what a little girl's made of. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Esteemed scientists that Kirk respects, they go down to the planet where they are, and oh, they're doing something very not right, and they're kind of nutcases now. It's very similar when you boil it down to the bare essentials like that. Yeah, so th- there was definitely similarities there. Uh, mm. Difference being here is we had this this doctor character, uh, Helen, who apparently Kirk had a moment with at the Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, and uh, I felt like that, that. That Kirk has a lot of those moments. It probably does. It probably does. But she, like, they have this whole thing where they, they, it, the best stuff in the episode is probably when Kirk goes into the the main control machine and she has some fun making him hungry and planting some love seeds, and then the Doctor Adams comes in and plants some of his own suggestions, and that makes him a bit bit more sinister. But he's kind of a weak villain. And yeah, I, I think I think the relationship between Kirk and Helen as well just kind of feels, oh, we needed a kind of a relationship just for this episode. And it's one of these things where we've never seen her before. She just pops up out of nowhere. I doubt we're going to see her again. I could be I'd wrong. I'd be very surprised if we yeah. do. Uh, I suppose the, the, the biggest thing that comes out of this episode really is the, the Vulcan mind meld is introduced. Because yes. we've not seen that yet. And Spock uses it to try and get answers from uh, the, the inmate, the patient who's escaped onto the, onto the ship. Uh, Wells Kirk's down there and he learns that Kirk's probably in danger because uh, Adams has went mad himself and they have to get down there so yeah, it becomes a we need to rush down and rescue him but the, the problem is though, as much as there's some more McCoy and Spock early on in the episode most of it is kind of Kirk on his own with with Helen 
down on the, the planet. And I think that was my biggest complaint with uh, what logo I was made of because yeah. I, I was seeing a lot where I missed having the, the group interaction. Yeah, so I think uh, that still persists, but I think that episode still worked a lot better than this one did because at least the locations, the actual plot, a lot of it was a lot more engaging. It was a lot more interesting yeah. uh, than this one was, where this felt like they really carried the whole... Oh, but he's a good doctor. Uh, of course, I trust him for quite a long time. It was quite late in the episode. It was a bit too long, wasn't it? And it, honestly, I think the biggest problem with it, though, is that it doesn't really explore the idea that much. When you think about it, like he's got Kirk in a mind control thing. You almost feel this could be a two-parter, and they could set up that he sends Kirk back onto the ship uh, mm. with with insane ideas and things like that, or other stuff. I don't know. It's very simplistic, isn't it? Yeah, they, they don't really delve into it. It's, it's yeah. very base. Uh, it's, all, it's all wrapped up very quickly and neatly. Mm. Basically, Helen turns the power off and Kirk, oh, machine's off, I can start punching people. And he punches yeah. some people, and that's about yeah. it. Yeah, and, and this isn't even something where you go, oh, maybe if this wasn't such a such an old show, that, that, that this would have been a more modern thing, that they would have done oh, it yeah. this way. Because we've already seen episodes where this show has done exactly this, but better what two episodes ago was, was the last time yeah it's not really about limitations of the 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 budget or the the effects and like it's not it, this is purely a scripting thing yeah and we've seen it tackle ideas and do them better before because as much as you're saying yeah the treatment of mental health is kind of it is in there sure but i don't really feel like they actually go into it they don't it's kind of just touched upon and it is there and it's the biggest kind of takeaway i had from the episode but Compared to how they've dealt with some other issues, not at all. I didn't really feel like I had much to say about it. Like, it raised it, but it didn't really... Yeah, it, it, it never came down on a side. It felt like it, it, it kind of presented the debate and then walked away. It was like, hey, this is a this is a, an issue. Well, because I think even if it did, was trying to say something early on, it kind of dilutes it by having the villains, the guy who was looking after the patients, goes mad himself, and now he's a mad scientist who's going to harm us. It yeah. just kind of dilutes it. Yeah, yeah, like I get that. You've turned it into a schlocky mad scientist, and that that, that yeah. takes away from any sort of serious debate you were trying to make. If, if you even were, I don't think they were, to be honest. I think They just bring it up. It's just a plot point, so they can have... It, it might just be a plot point. It, it just felt to me very, oh, should it just be an institution to, to hold them, or should it be something of actual treatment which because 60s 50 that's, that's about the time that started changing sure yeah to a modern audience i think everyone would go no they should be treated obviously you try and try and but, help them. yeah <laughs> but back then i think that was around the times that those those attitudes were starting to shift mm. so i can see why it was there which is a really funny thing with this show because this show is supposed to be in the future where we've got past a lot of yeah modern day problems and it's a weird thing where they even just talking about it probably felt quite forward thinking to them. But now it's like, no, this is actually dated that even someone would suggest, especially, especially when it's you know Kirk and McCoy, like one of them having been on that other side of the debate, feels yeah. weird because the, the, otherwise they're both very, very. One of them's thinking. wrong, and it's it's just not how either of them are characterised elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. But it's just kind of a product of its, of its time, and that's yeah, that's fine. Uh, I also, I think, and again, I mentioned the locations from the other one, uh, what are the little girls made of. They were really interesting, colourful. Here, they were just kind of boring rooms. There was nothing to the set design. Yeah, there's nothing memorable. 
Nah. And, and not that I'm saying that every base to go into should look unique, because obviously some of them will just be simple bases, but because most of the episode was set on the, on these sets, it just kind of... Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's far more noticeable as well when you are just Kirk on the base without everyone else, because yeah. you're not focused on interactions as much. You're focused on the exploration. I wonder if this was a let's save money episode. Kind of feels it a little bit. Feels like it might have been. I mean, sure, they had some sets, but they were very simple, very basic, just plain walls. Mm. And a lot of it was just, you know, sitting in a chair and flashing some lights at them. I mean, that was essentially most of the the work that was going on here in terms of the budget. Uh, That's true. It's all pretty simple stuff. So, what? I don't even begrudge that. Like, I, th- I think it would have been fine had they written something that really explored the idea of his mind being messed with and these yeah. other minds being messed with. Like, Joe would have helped a lot if we'd seen some other patients, like, and actually seen how they'd been changed or that kind yeah. Because obviously, we only saw the one that escaped. I mean, sure, sure. Obviously, the, all his henchmen and maybe the women that he speaks to. Yeah, they, obviously they've been messed with, but they, they just act as henchmen. We never really get to know them. Yeah, we don't see any regular patients. Because like, yeah. he takes Kirk on uh, on the tour, like going, hey, look how up to code I am. Like, it's, it's all cool here. Yeah, we never really see just the patients having the treatment, like just just being where they are in their environment. What would have been a nice touch in the episode, actually, if we had gotten to know a patient who hadn't been mind-controlled yet, but was you know, sort of obviously mentally ill, yeah. But if they in some way helped at the end, like if they, because mm. they hadn't been tampered with, they still knew enough right to step yeah. in and help or yeah. something, something like that. A nice little positive thing where tampering with the head is not the way to go. Yeah. Kind of thing. That would have been a nice little message, but it, it didn't really do anything like that. It just, just a schlocky little episode that had a couple of fun moments, but not... I think we're in agreement this is one of the weaker ones. Yeah, yeah, that we've done so far. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Maybe the weakest. It's 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 down there for sure. I'm pretty sure I like the next one though. So I'm um, my spirits are. I'm not, not entirely sure. What what is the next one? The carbonate maneuver is the next one. Oh, I do like that one. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, with young Clint Howard. So more on that next week. Mm. But uh, now that's been Dagger of the Mind. We were a little quick in this one, but I feel like it was mostly here's why we don't like it. <laughs> a big list of things. There just there wasn't that much. I, redeeming qualities in terms of I tell you a moment uh, I did like go on. so obviously Helen programs Kirk to like remember the Christmas party differently yeah to plant the seeds of love and whatever and when Kirk finds her at the end he kisses her it's like oh this isn't right This I made you do this and then they, they keep kissing and then Spock walks in and the look of judgement in Spock's face is almost worth the entire episode <laughs> it's just got this little smirk it's like Kirk this is unprofessional that's what he's thinking yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's it's even stuff there at the end, like where it's like oh, oh, she made him do it, or did she? It's like, it, or did he want to do it anyway? Like, could have explored that. Yeah. Is he using that excuse? Yeah, it, it would have been nice to see it explore that side of things. Yeah, again. It, it does feel just wasted potential, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a very simple episode. I think is ultimately what yeah. we're saying. And Star Trek, even in these early episodes, has typically been a bit smarter than this and done some more interesting things. So. Uh, so hey, but there's 29 episodes in this season. They can't all be winners. Nope, no, they can't. We often complain that 22 episode seasons are too much, so it's not a surprise that 29 can't maintain the quality throughout. But at the same time, I don't think it was a painful watch. It was still 
No, it was fine. So... It, it wasn't bad. It was just nothing. It wasn't up to the standard I've come to expect. Yeah, yeah. That said, I'm sure this will look like gold when we get to the dreaded season three that I hear so many great things about. <sighs> I think we're going to have to rush through that season a little bit. Just, just get it over and done with. Five a week. <laughs> Uh, every weeknight no uh, but no there you go that's Dagger of the Mind let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below like and subscribe and all that stuff helps us out a lot get us on Twitter at mild underscore fuzz for channel updates get our individual Twitters on the screen for regular ramblings thank you very much for watching and we will see you next time